Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast, where we help one another find, keep, and share our confidence in Christ. I'm your host, Ainsley B. It's an honor to bring you some inspiring conversations with amazing guests. Before we hear today's conversation, I want to kindly ask if you'd leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who might like it. I'd also love to connect on Instagram, so find me at Ainsley B. Okay, I can't wait anymore. Let's get to know our guest. My Unique is a 29-year-old writer, influencer, speaker, and young adults pastor in Southern California. Her passion is pointing people to the hope we have in Jesus Christ. She is incredible. Let's hop in. My Unique, welcome to Wild Confidence. I'm so excited to have you on. I follow you on social media, and I literally love everything you do, Holy Spirit infused. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I love your content, too inspire my feed. Keep it going. Keep it going. I'm doing good. I love it. Okay. Tell me what you are most excited about, like what you're working on right now and what that looks like. Okay. So I, I don't even know if I'm at liberty to say this, but I'm just going to say it anyways. I'm working on hopefully having a devotional book out next year. Um, A lot of my content is very, what people have actually said is very devotional based but just putting a little bit more time and effort um, into very specifics is what I've been like working on which I'm super excited about but it's such a process such a process but I know that the Lord is going to do something great so we're just taking it day by day getting some things done and just processing that with the Lord yeah that's amazing is there going to be like a certain theme that you're kind of working towards you don't have to tell me if you're not if it's not at if it's not going to be out there yet. There is, but not yet. Okay. I okay. Yet. I love it. Okay. Think of the stock, okay. people. That just means that we have to follow you and keep in touch. So we yep. get to see it when it unfolds. Yeah. <gasps> That's so exciting. Okay. So outside of just like regularly following you and loving everything that you put out, you had one post that literally had me just stop, save share, you know, do everything that everyone (laughs) wants you to do because it was so honest and raw and then truth-filled at the same time. And I was like, wait, 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 we have to have this conversation because it's not happening enough. And it resonates with so many people. Um, so how did you decide to start sharing about your testimony with lust or porn on social media? So I honestly didn't think about it much if I'm, I wasn't like, oh, like I'm going to share this because it was never honestly like a part of the plan. Like if you would have asked me like when I first started my platform of like, oh, are you ever going to share like that struggle of your life? The answer probably would have been like, no, like what the heck? But the I talked to people and got DMs. There were so many, especially young girls that were struggling. And so um, I just felt this like my heart you know because it's like the lord wastes nothing so the things that we go through the things that um we deem as some of the most horrible times in our life like the lord does not waste that he allows us to share um out of a place of like i think relatability to people yeah so they can see how good he is and how he has always been and so um for me it was just so many messages private dms that girls would dm me and even guys um, that would just DM me like I'm struggling with porn I'm struggling with lust I don't know what to do and I was like Lord like there is a real need to have conversations like this like 
we don't share about it enough. It's just one of those things that gets kind of pushed to the side of like, oh yeah, it's a sin. Don't do it. You know what I mean? But there's nothing else with that. And so many people are just like messaging me and they're so broke. They don't know where to start. They don't know what to do. And I was just like, you know what? I have been there. I have had that struggle. So let me just share it to encourage people. And so that's where it all began. It's just like, I told the Lord when I started my platform, I just wanted to encourage people. There was no limits on that. And so this just is one of those things where it's like, okay, you wanted to encourage people. Now you have to encourage them from the things that you never wanted to talk about growing up. And so it just became this like super, even sensitive for me place to share of like, I've been here. This is how I process. This is what the Lord um, allowed me to walk through so I can tell other people that they can see that freedom too. Incredible. Like, honestly, incredible. Like for you to have the willingness and step out in obedience to say without limits, like I'm like, dang, you brave, you brave. Because you are, I mean, that's like that. And that is why he's blessing that, you know, honesty and vulnerability and allowing you to be the conduit that he, it, it, he's trying to, you know, say these healing things and these restor- restorative messages. And he's yeah. getting that through you because of your obedience, which I'm like endlessly thankful for. And I know that it is life-changing um, for so many people. So yeah, incredible. I love it. I love it so much. Um, when did, how long ago did you first share about it? Cause I just um, saw it like somewhat recently, but I feel like that wasn't the first yeah, time. Yeah. I have shared very, very small pieces over the years, but I would honestly say in the last, I would say about year and a half, I've just been a little bit more vocal about it. Um, People have caught it, you know, here and there, but over the last year and a half, I've just really stepped into just taking ownership of like, this is a part of my story. Um, So yeah, within the last year and a half, it's actually just been when I've been more vocal and more just like blunt with people about my struggle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's so, the reason it's so impactful also is that it's a female speaking up. So it's like, oh, like other females can be like, oh, finally, because so many of those messages, like in youth group or in church or whatever, is so focused on the male and totally the, the questions don't get answered for young girls and young women. So Um, that's why I think it's just like, wow, yes. Like that's the conversation we need to be having. Um, so do you remember when you were first exposed to it? Yeah. So I, I remember it so just like distinctive. Um, and it's kind of sad, but at the same time, it's just real life. It was actually my older brother, um, who uh, struggled himself with just dealing with porn remember this was like back in the day and this is how you know my age is because at the time people would watch things on iPods like iPods had videos and it wasn't yeah, yeah. we had flip phones and stuff and I remember just being so intrigued at what it was that I took my brother's iPod he had no idea and I watched porn for the first time and I was like oh and so after that, it just like progressively, I got more like, I want I, I to see more. I want to know more because that's how Satan works. You give him a little inch and he'll take a mile with it. And so um, as I got older and then even when I got my own device, like my own phone growing up, it was like, oh, I'll just look it up on my, like on my own. I never did it like on a computer because we had like a family computer or anything, but like I waited until I had my own device and that's when it got even worse. Like my addiction to porn got even worse because I had so much more access to it versus what I had before. And so it just like, 
that's how I became like enslaved to it. it it's just like having my own access to be able to do whenever I want watch it whenever I want and and just kind of have no care about it yeah I think that's what's so scary is like there's so much access it's yeah. so easy to access these yep. days and like you know yeah. same as you whenever I was growing up it was like a computer, a family computer in either a centralized room where like everybody used that same computer or something, you know, and now like everybody has their own access to it in their pockets or, and the, 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 I don't know, age that kids are even given cell phones is earlier and earlier and earlier. Yep. So that just means that we're, that the access is just happening earlier and earlier and earlier, typically. Um, I know whenever I was reading a book about it, um, whenever I was in the high school minister position at a church that I was at, it was like, I think the average age to the first exposure was like five. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Like, that's just wild to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Five and between like, I think five and nine is that early exposure that happens with our kids of just being and it's even worse now like back in our day like it was a little bit harder but now like you said they're getting phones easier and just all of the apps because it's like let's be honest like you don't only watch porn on porn websites now you can go to literally any kind of platform and if you know the right words like and find it anywhere and so it's just like that accessibility has just grown so much as technology begins to grow and become more vast and it's like so sad because it's like it's not even just like this particular website like back in the day it was like magazines and stuff like that but now there's access literally anywhere at any given time on honestly any platform and um it's just it's so hard to see um because people don't realize the the trap that happens once you open that door yeah oh my gosh yeah that is such a, a can be such a foothold or stronghold from the enemy. Yeah. 100%. So I asked Instagram, like, okay, what questions do you, y'all have about this topic? Like, how can we really serve you? And one of the questions was, how do you know when it's a problem? For me, I knew it was a problem because I would wake up thinking about it. I would, in the middle of my day, try to figure out when I would be able to watch it and have like my alone time. And so I really like it, it, it's a problem, but I realized it was a problem in my life when it became a thought all the time. And it mm. got worse. Like I said, as I got older, some of it actually got progressively worse where it was like, I could not go a second without thinking about it. I couldn't go a second without like having to, I used to honestly like go in the bathroom at work and like sneak on my phone and watch it. Like I would just, be, it became a literal addiction for me. And I knew like I was in deep and that's how it starts. It's a slow thing of just like, people think it's so normal. So it starts off slow where every once in a while I watch it and then you watch it like every night. And then it just becomes this, it becomes this addiction that slowly takes this progress in your life. And then before you know it, you're like in deep and you're like, how did I get here? Like, how did I get this far in? And so that was me. Like I woke up one day and I was like, I literally have like every second of every day. I was like, I need to watch it. I need to watch it. And I was like, I'm in trouble. I am in trouble because I was in so deep. Yeah. And you're right. Like that genesis of it is as simple as a thought. And that is literally why, you know, taking our thoughts captive is so a uh, imperative, but b challenging because that is what is at 
you know, what is under attack. Yeah. Cause yeah. our thoughts are so powerful. That is what drives us. That's how yeah. it, it happens. So, um, I love those identifiers. It's like, not only can you identify whenever, how it's a problem, like, okay, first it starts with that thought. Then it starts with, you know, what action follows it. Right. Y'all it is happening. I am so excited to finally bring you the book that I've been working on called don't date a boo-boo dude. It is a guide to raise your standards, realize your worth and remove shame from the dating game. I'm writing this book on a mission that girls everywhere will embrace a wild confidence in their identity in Christ and fulfill the calling that God has placed on their lives. Y'all, it's time to raise the bar, link arms, and fix our crowns. The book is now available for pre-order on Amazon, and it officially comes out August 2nd. So whenever you're like, okay, I'm in deep, I'm in the thick of this, like, I have to figure this out. What boundaries do you try to set for yourself to, or, or now even, what boundaries do you try to set for yourself to prevent um, kind of falling into that trap? Um, so for one, I had to, I had to tell someone, cause I think, I don't know why we believe this lie that if we keep things to ourselves, like we can just break free from them ourselves. Like we are not that strong. We are really not. Yes. And this is why the Bible emphasized so much on our dependence to the Lord It emphasized so much on even having community. And so I think we don't do that enough. And so for me, it was because, especially because I was a girl, I was like, I can't tell anyone, like people are going to think of me like so, so all this stuff because again like we said earlier it's mainly directed at guys all the time even in our youth group so for me I was like there was no other girl in my youth group that expressed any kind of struggles when it came down to this so I was all alone and so um making the decision like I need to I need the Lord in this I need to to get help I had to realize that I had to say something because the more I remained quiet the more it began to eat at me and then the more I actually was being controlled by it but the moment I actually told someone, which is just a friend, um, and at the time it was actually my youth pastor, um, his wife. And so I was like, I, I, I struggle with porn, like pretty deep. And she sat with me, she prayed with me, but just even having the, the boldness and courage to say, I have an issue and I need help um, had so much relief off of me because it no longer was like just me by myself trying to fight all of these demons, if I'm being honest. And so um, that opened the door to being able to have discussions on it and even of like, okay, well, what do we need to get you help? And I do realize that everyone is different. So sometimes what worked for me, like it won't work for people, but I think it's about finding that safe space um, with you and the Lord and just like, Lord, I need to get help through this. And so for me, actually just telling people I had a problem was, was enough for me to be like, okay, I get my butt in gear and me having to be really intentional with the Lord. And just like you were saying earlier, of just like finding these thoughts in my mind of like, why? So I am a big, like, I believe that when we struggle with things, it has a root and we need to be the type of person mm. to identify the roots in that in order to get healing from that. And so for me, it wasn't just like, oh, like I have this problem, like that's it. I had to identify the root of why I was struggling with lust, why I was struggling with pornography. And I really honestly prayed and fast. Like that's something I'm very big on is praying and fasting. And so I was praying and fasting like, Lord, why do I struggle so deeply with this? Why? And in my praying and fasting, the Lord actually just revealed honestly a lot to me. But one of the things that was very specific is that I have this desperation to be loved. So for me, sex equaled love. And so um, when I would watch porn, I would just like, this is how people will love me. You know what I mean? And so I would then 
again, in my mind, just see that as this is how people are going to love. This is how a male will love me. Let me be yeah. honest. Like I am, I am unmarried. If, if y'all don't know anything about me, I am 29, a virgin unmarried, but I was like, in order for me to feel loved, I have to be able to, to lust and have sex. And so for me, it was just identifying out of this desperation of wanting to be loved that I equated it to porn. I equated it to sex. And so the Lord is like, that's just not it. Like, that's not what love is. I am love. And so for me, having to break all of that down um, was a real key factor in helping me find healing. Um, and so it was just like identifying, like, this is the root as to why I watch porn. And I think that's what a lot of people miss is because we, we are desperate. There are people that are so desperate for that healing, but they miss that root. And so they they almost get this surface level healing instead of letting God uproot the real reason. And so for me, again, it was because for so long, I believe like that's how people like that's love. And so I had to really spend time with the Lord so he can really show me what love is, which is found in him. Yeah. And that love that's like, you don't need a significant other to feel loved by me. You don't need um, anyone. And actually you just need more and more of me and so for me having to identify that and move forward actually just really 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 helped me I still have boundaries till this day like there are certain movies I cannot watch because I still get triggered there are certain songs I can't listen to um, because I get triggered and so I had to realize that Satan tries to put these triggers in our faces because yes. the moment we get triggered it's like oh I need to go watch porn where it's like, I can't wait till the end of the day so I can go be alone so I can watch porn. And so being mindful of the things that triggered me um, years ago when I was in youth group, one of my pastor did this lesson called Others May, I May Not. And so it's always stuck with me because it's like, although this person may be able to watch this movie, I know I cannot because it is going to trigger me and it's going to set me backwards when the Lord is calling me forward. And so I had to be, in order for me to find healing, I had to get to that space where, although my friends weren't okay with me saying certain things like, Hey, actually guys, I can't go see that movie with you because it's going to trigger me and it's going to trigger my addiction to want to watch porn. Like I didn't say it like that, but I would just be like, others may, I may not, y'all can go watch that and do uh -huh. that. But actually I can't because I know the Lord is calling me to better. And that's not going to happen if I keep setting myself for failure by watching, you know, these things or even listening to like even these mainstream songs that are out that are glorifying sex. They're glorifying sex before marriage. And it's like, yeah, y'all can do what you want to do, but I need to be obedient in the Lord and say, you know what? I actually can't do that because I need to set healthy boundaries for my life. So I can set myself up for success when it comes to like one day I pray I'll be married and you know I don't want pornography to be um, uh, something that causes that like uh, that trouble in a marriage like I need to set myself up the best way possible for my future and doing what the Lord is calling me to do. Yes. Oh my gosh. There's so many things that you just said that I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. And I think. I'm going back to like the very beginning, whenever we were talking about the male, how like the church kind of focuses it for the males. I think that yeah. like, it's almost so much harder to, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like it's harder to say it out loud because if a male says it out loud, it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like that's ex that's expected. Yeah. That's normal. And then when a female says it out loud that everyone's just like, oh, how could you? Yeah. And you're just like, shut up. Right, <laughs> like, right. come on so then I'm thinking about okay like if someone were to disclose that to me like how can I respond uh the most loving best comforting way how do you can you help kind of guide that conversation like how what's the best way 
to respond. Yeah. Yeah. So anytime anyone has DM'd me, I've, I've let them know like, Hey, it's okay. Especially for our girls, because again, there's just such this weird balance between like guys struggling with porn and females struggling with porn. And so um, for me, I always start off with letting them know like they're still loved and that they're still valued. Because like you said, it's like for boys, it's, it's just a thing that they go through, you know what I mean? It's being a man. And so we don't really get that same um, just like conversations that happen when we talk with boys about it than we do girls and I think with a lot of girls the reason that they don't say anything is because they feel that shame and guilt of like I am a girl who struggles with porn and so for me when I yeah. start these when they they dm me and these sweet girls dm me I always start off with letting them know hey like you are still loved and you are still valued by the lord like this is just another thing that you're gonna have to work through with the lord um and we're gonna we're gonna find a solution and so I always let these girls know like I'm here to talk I know it's different, you know what I mean? But I always encourage them to find someone in person that they can even mm-hmm. talk to. And mm-hmm. so I like, I love the local church. I love my pastors. And so even being able to say, hey, do you guys have like a youth pastor? If they're a younger girl, do you have a youth pastor? Or maybe his wife or or someone that you can talk to in your church. It's a female that can help you um, be a little bit more accountable in person. And so I always point people that way. And then I know like, if not like, hey, my DMs are always open for us to talk about it. But I believe just coming out of love, because so many times it's come at with like this shame and this like they already people are already feeling shame. They're already feeling guilt. They already feel bad. Like we don't need to add on to that and be like even shocked. Like I never respond even shocked of like, oh, my gosh, you know what I mean? I'm just like, right. Okay, like, let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about why you're feeling. Why are you feeling? Why are you turning to porn and et cetera, et cetera. And so it's just like it really has to be out of this place of love. Because I know even in my own life, like it was people loving me through that mess that helped me see God's goodness and see God, like how he has such a plan and and this isn't a part of it. And so just removing all of that shame and guilt right off of the bat with these conversations, I think actually changes the way even these girls or even just people in general are just like, it's okay for me to talk about this with someone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that another thing you said was about the media. And identifying if that media is, you know, safe for you or not and being able to discern what you can and cannot consume. You know, I remember like growing up and always being told like, watch what you listen to, watch what you watch. And I was just like, whatever. (laughs) But then whenever you really, when you really sit and think about it, that stuff a hundred percent influences you, impacts you. It's created to ignite a response. You know, these songs are created to move you, created to connect with you. These movies, this art that imitates life or, you know, whether life imitating art, whatever, but like, it's all created to engage you. So how can we say it's not effective? It 100% is. Right. So that sermon that you said, others may, I may not, that is literally like a light bulb. Even just that phrase. Yep. It's so good. One of the things that I have been asked multiple times is how I am so confident. And (laughs) y'all, it's all Jesus, I'll tell you that. But I did make a field guide for you if you do want practical steps on how to find your wild confidence. That is available if you go to my website, ainsleybritton.com and you click on field guides, you can find it right there for $49 and you too can find your wild confidence. And then I love that you were talking about identifying the root because that is like, that is it. You know, I mean, honestly, with any struggle, with any yep. sin, but 
man, if you can identify that root, you can pull it out or at least identify it and do that work there. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I love everything you just said. So, okay. I'm thinking about like, well, someone else asked this on Instagram and they're like, okay, so how do I disclose that I've either, I'm either currently struggling with it or it's been a past addiction in my relationship and or marriage. Let's say both. What would you kind of say to that? Like, how do you have that conversation? I think that's what people often, like, I think people overcomplicate it, if I'm being honest. Like, Mm. they think that it has to be this big, like, drawn out conversation. And I think it's just so simple as saying, hey, I, I am struggling with this, or I have struggled with this. And so just being able to just like, I believe that like just being very just open and honest like I believe so much in the truth like my mom always taught me that growing up just deal with the truth because everything else it it genuinely doesn't matter and so I think that so many times we've let um, other people and conversations kind of influence that for us because we think it has to be just like this big like oh my gosh conversation and it really doesn't have to be and so even just taking it and making it simple like I said like I can sit with my pastors and be like, hey, I'm actually really struggling in this. Like I like my lead pastors are so incredible. Um, And my mentor, who's also my lead pastor, her name is Amy. Like I have no problem sitting with her and being like, Amy, I am struggling so bad wanting to have sex right now. And so she's just very open and honest with me. And she'll be like, okay, well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the things that you've been watching over the last like couple of weeks. Let's talk about the conversations you've been having. And oftentimes with me, it's a struggle of like boys, because again, I'm like, Lord, I just want to be married already. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, I have made it so simple where I can go in her office and be like, I'm really struggling right now. And I think yeah. we overcomplicate it and we have to make it like this super overly spiritual thing where it's just as simple as just like, Hey, this is what I'm going through. Hey, this is what I'm struggling with. And I'm not saying like, just tell everyone your business. Like I believe in having trusted mentors. I believe like if you're at a local church, like your pastors are there to pastor you. Our job as pastors, because I am a pastor too, is to shepherd and have these conversations with people. And so I think just like being able to sit down and be like, this is what it is. Even for relationships. Like I think about um, even guys that I've been in relationships with, great guys and stuff. And so being like, hey, these are my boundaries because I actually struggle with porn mm, boundaries yeah. you know like I know it's not the most like glamorous thing especially in the world and society we live in like I said they over glorify sex and all of these like things that like as believers we have to say no I actually can't and so just being able to be like hey so I have had it like even for me like now as a as a past addiction I'm like hey so I've had an addiction of porn before so I need to be careful with when I'm hanging out with you the conversations I have with you the things that we'll probably watch on tv or et cetera, et cetera. Like I have to be very careful because again, it's about protecting ourselves enough to say this actually triggers me Mm -hmm. and I don't want to go back to this place. And so even just having healthy conversations with people that we love and care about of just like, I need help or I've had this problem before because again, like, and I think um, if you don't know, I don't know if you know him, his name is Jonathan Pluduka. He is a pastor um, at Harris Creek uh, in Texas. And so he used to actually work with the porch, which is a young adult ministry in Texas and stuff. And so he actually shares his struggle, um, with pornography a lot as well. And he's like very vocal about it, but something that he said is like, even in his marriage, he had to really sit with his wife because it used to be a past struggle and they had to really sit together and, and come to this place of like, 
how can we better our marriage and how can we get help with you in this and et cetera, et cetera. And I think that the way that he describes that in his marriage, because he is married, um, mm. was just so beautiful to listen. He talks about it on his podcast, um, but it's just like being able to have these conversations and remove the overcomplications of it and just making it so simple as, hey, I've, I've had an addiction to porn or I currently have an addiction to porn. I need help and we need to talk about this, I think is so healthy for us. Um, and I think we're just so, we get so afraid of people. We do. And so we never want to say anything, but it's like, for me, it's like, I know my pastors love me. I know that their job is to help me grow and be a better leader and a better person. Therefore, because they love me, I can actually talk to them about these things. And so, like I said, if you, like, if you're in your life and you're like, I just need someone to talk to, like, think about someone who really loves you, who wants the Mm -hmm. best for you, that can Mm -hmm. help you grow and help you actually get help, to get the help that you need in order to, to walk more on the path that God is calling us to. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I love, like, just the idea of not overcomplicating it because we all have stuff. You know, it's like, yep. just because this is my issue doesn't mean that yours is any like lighter yep. Um, yep. or less serious or whatever. So it's like, we really have, no one can judge anyone like period. Yep. So we can just get that out of the way right now <laughs> that, that you don't have to fear that because everyone has stuff, no matter what it is. Um, what do you think, like, what has God really shown you through this whole thing through healing and um working through that with him what is like something he's shown you that I wasn't as secure as I thought I was and who I am and so I think that um again I I have dealt with the Lord like this like I have struggled with porn since I was about eight and so I'm 29 now so for a large portion of my life um and so I think the Lord showed me a lot of like my insecurities through this is because I would see like myself as like unlovable and like unworthy. And I'd be like, but you know, like in these, the porn that I watch, like these people are worthy of love. They're worthy of like being so intimate with people. And like, God really had to strip all of that from me, like really, mm. really strip it. And I just got to this place where like a couple of years ago, I was like sitting with the Lord and I was just like, dang, like I'm just really insecure about who <laughs> I am and like who <laughs> the Lord has called me and made me to be. And like, dang. that's bad. And so um, he really, really just like my, let's, let's work on your confidence, but not just work on your confidence, but work on your confidence in me and knowing that I have created you to be this incredible person, but that's not going to happen when you don't see yourself the way that I see you. And so really just breaking down a lot, a lot of my insecurities and allowing me, me to build confidence in him and who he's created me to be. And just like knowing like, like we all struggle. And like I said, it goes back to like the root, you know what I mean? Just like we are dealing with something. We're not just turning on porn because it's fun or like, oh yeah, let me just watch it. It's really not. But there's something inside us that um, finds ourselves like clinging to porn and sure. clinging to the images that we're seeing, even um, clinging to masturbation, if I'm being honest, because porn and masturbation go very much hand in hand. And yeah. so we find ourselves clinging to these things, but it's really like, why? why what is the root of that is it because you want to feel loved is it because you want to feel valued as a person and I think that's what we miss oftentimes and so as the Lord began to just like strip these things away as I was walking through my healing I was like man Lord like I feel like that's what we're missing and so often we're just like oh yeah I just watched porn because like 
I did it like all of my friends did it growing up like I was like that where I had friends that like in high school when I would go to their houses they would be like let's just turn on porn you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. I didn't say anything I didn't speak up I was just like okay cool it's just one of those things that like teenagers do that we do yeah like there was a very much rooted reason as to why and so I believe like in our healing process just really being honest with the Lord because I think sometimes even though the Lord knows everything, we want to deny it. We're like, I don't feel that way. I'm not insecure, God. Like, I don't struggle with lust. And it's like, yes, yes, you do. Yes, and you so do. <laughs> just walking in that truth of like, this is where I'm at. I want to be better. Lord, help me be better. You know what I mean? It's a place where I think that the Lord is so sweet that he meets us in the middle of that mess. And he's like, okay, are you ready? Are yeah. you ready? Because it's like, I think the struggle with pornography is sometimes we, we get fearful of letting go because then we do have to address those things. It wasn't until I addressed the fact that like the reason I struggle with lust and porn is because I have this weird desperation to want to be loved by the uh, someone of the opposite sex. And I was like, no, that's not me. Like, that's not it. But the Lord kept revealing that to me. He kept revealing it to me. This is why I throw myself at guys all the time, like for a long time. And I tell yeah. people at my churches, like I was a Tinder girl. Like I loved attention on Tinder from boys who would call me pretty. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like, let's get to absolutely. the root of why you do that. And so like just being able to like, okay, this is actually true. The Lord has revealed it to me. He showed it to me. Now I have to let it go and walk in it. But I think so many times when we struggle with porn, we're afraid. We're afraid of what the Lord is going to reveal to us. And so it's almost like our comfort where it's like, like my, like one of my things that I used to struggle with is like eating when I'm sad, like I overeat. And so I think the same is true when it comes to porn is like, it's this, it's this almost source. It's a weird source of comfort where we just want to hold on to it. We want to hold on to it because we're actually afraid of what God is going to reveal to us. And honestly afraid that he's calling us to more, you know, I was like, I can't do it, God. Like I can't be this person that's sharing her life on social media and being vulnerable and sharing the gospel like I can't do it and the Lord is like no you can and so even just like I had to let it go of like if God if I'm really trying to be focused on what God is calling me to I mean I have to I have to be all in I have to be Mm -hmm. all in and so for me I struggled so much with like dabbling of like I don't really want to give up porn but Lord I want to be all in for you you know what I mean it was so weird for a season of my life but the Lord is like, I can't do what I need to do in your life until you are ready to walk in that freedom. Um, one of my favorite passages is in Romans 6 and 7, um, where the Apostle Paul, and I share this with people who tell me that they're struggling with porn, because I was like, the Apostle Paul, man, he gets it. Because he says, um, I want to do what is right, but I do what is wrong. I want yeah. to do what is right, but I keep doing what is wrong. And I'm like, this is my struggle with porn, Paul. Like, yes, like I mm-hmm. want to not watch it, but then I keep going back to it. And the apostle Paul, like he says it so beautifully. And it's like in Romans six and seven, like you guys just have to read it. But he says it so beautifully because he was like, at the end of this, after the end of going back and forth of like, I want to do what is right, but I can't, but I want to, my heart, like I want to, he goes, I found the answer and the answer is in Jesus. And so out of his desperation, he says, Jesus is truly the answer to this problem I'm having. And I think we, like I said, we spiritualize it. And so when I tell people like Jesus is the answer, they're like, no, there's something else. But again, Jesus is the answer. I wasn't going to get to healing a place in my life where I'm just so thankful to be, but like, I wasn't going to get there until I started addressing Jesus is the answer for my desperation to want to be loved. Like I had yeah. to find love in Jesus is. And it's like, whatever the comfort, the reason that we find comfort, like Jesus is still the answer. I believe mm-hmm. in other solutions. I believe like I, I regularly talk with my pastors about things I'm going through and feeling. So it's like, I believe in all of these things, but it's just like, just like the apostle Paul says in this, that Jesus truly is our answer. 
But I think when it comes to our struggles with porn, we have to find out why. So Jesus can point us to that answer. It's not just because we think it's fun, but Jesus, what is it really inside of me that is drawing me to always want to watch porn, to always find this temporary satisfaction that happens when we watch porn and masturbate? Like, what is the real reason behind it? Is it because we never felt loved growing up? Is it because we have that desire like me to be married and just to have a partner to be intimate with? Like, what is it? Because Jesus truly is that answer for us, no matter how we want to spin it, no matter what different scenarios and situations that we are going through. It's like, at the end of the day, when we point that to Jesus, he can heal us from that. Yes. And other people benefit from your healing because we get to be blessed by your freedom. Yep. Like just hearing you talk and hearing, like knowing that this, you know, episode is going to be heard by other people. I know that it is going to be life-changing, illuminating. And, and that's, that's the thing, right? Like that is the thing is that because of your freedom, we get to learn and we get to grow and we get to understand the source of our freedom and like what it actually means to be used by him because your obedience is literally pouring out like so much blessing on so many people. Yeah. And I love that. It's just so cool. That that's the thing is like, and you know, going back to like him making um, good out of all things, like even, even this, even, yeah. even okay. whatever is struggling, whatever yep. someone's struggling with, even that can be used for good. If we were, if we actively surrender it and do our very, very best to really walk in the calling that he has for us. Yep. yep. Girl, I really want you to like speak to every single church on planet earth about this topic, because I think that you just like have it, the, the just everything you're saying, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this yes. needs to, we need to talk about this all the time We need to talk um, about it because to make up for lost time, because nobody talked about it growing up yeah. for me. For and I know for, for both it. of us. Yeah. Um, okay. So how can we stay connected to you? Where are you on Instagram? So we can just follow you and find out more about your upcoming project and all the things. Uh, yeah. So I always want people to Instagram for believers. It just as a, a space, a community space of encouragement, but more specifically, when I was talking with you a couple of weeks ago, I said, Lord, there has to be something more that I can do. There has to be something. My DMS get crazy just because of the platform Instagram, yeah. blah, blah, blah. but I actually created a group for girls specifically that are struggling with porn. Um, And if people go to the link in my bio, it's called Girls Finding Freedom, where it's just a safe space to say, you know what, I am dealing with this and I need help. And so I created a Facebook group a couple of weeks ago and have just invited girls all ages, no matter where you're from, just to be able to have a safe space of like, I'm really struggling with this and how can I get help? And so I, I try as much as I can to actually post daily encouragement. I check in with these girls. It's easier for me to be able to have one-on-one time with them versus my Instagram DMs that yeah. get chaotic. And it's just been beautiful because some of these girls have found accountability partners in this group and they're like loving <gasps> each other and just so sweet. Oh and I'm like, yes, Lord, like I'm here. Like if this is what I need to do to help girls in this area, then I'm going to do it. And so um, if y'all, if you need a safe space, like know that I am here for that. And there are plenty of people who want to walk and encourage you in this um, and in your healing. But yeah, just Instagram for Believers is my main um, just place where I just love people and just being able to, to encourage people. Amazing. And Girls Finding Freedom is the Facebook group. 
Okay. Yep. Perfect. So we'll definitely point people to both those places. Thank you so much. I know this conversation is just so necessary and refreshing and anointed. Um, So I just appreciate you so much. And thanks for hanging out. Thank you. Thank you for making the space for people. They they want it. They want it. They just don't know what to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at Ainsley B. And my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.